Over 2,000 years ago, Jesus made his triumphant return. And in that same week, he shared his last meal with his disciples, was betrayed, arrested, put on trial, beaten, crucified, and resurrected. This is a special Easter edition of The God Spot, powered by Elevated Faith. Welcome to From the Throne to the Cross, Back to the Throne, Part 1. You're listening to the Gospel Power by Elevated Faith. My name is BJ. And I'm Allie. And uh, here we are, well, in separate locations. Yes. Talk about social dis- distancing. Yes, it's definitely uh, uh, definitely more than six feet, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> you are in your home in, in Apple Valley. I'm, I'm in my house in Victorville. And that's really not that far away, guys. No, it's really not. It's like a 10 minute drive. <laughs> but still. <laughs> We're, we're doing it's, our part. it's definitely not across the desk from each other. No, it's definitely not. And it's uh, thank you to <laughs> Zoom technology. Oh, I got it. You know, you got to stay up with the times on this stuff, man. You, you, you do. And I was actually reading an article a few days ago that the, uh, the Zoom, uh, the company, uh, like their like servers and such have been overloaded mm-hmm. because not just now businesses, but churches and and yes. schools and, yeah. and families are now using it. So. Absolutely, everybody. So Zoom is like in it right now. It's going to be it in is. it for a while. It's going to be in it for a while. So much for the Facebook. I don't know how much Facebook live is. Well, no, there's some live stuff going on on Facebook too. Yeah, a lot of musicians going on, on live, putting on a mm-hmm. concert, which has been really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, Cecily actually is able to do her live sessions because she's a Zoom, Zumba instructor. So she's been utilizing that, and her Zumba mama has done. Yeah, can we just talk about the Zumba for a second? I watched it. Ah! Okay, I watched oh, you up Zumba. in the group this today. You was watching. Did you I try it? I watched it for about ten seconds, <laughs> um, and I got I got tired just watching it. I, I am going to try it at some point. Uh, I I couldn't today because of where I was out and about when I was watching it, but. Uh, your yeah, ten was, your ten seconds was the warm up. That's just the warm up. Oh, see, I'm going to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. just the warm-up, yeah. She does almost like 10, maybe 10 to 15 minutes warm-up, and then she goes straight into the, it, it's straight, it's nonstop. Right. And then I, she that, does, yeah, and then she does the cool down, and yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's rough. <laughs> Props to her. <laughs> oh, she's killing it. She is definitely killing it. I'm like, dang, girl. So, yeah, so that may be, you know, and a lot of people are, are they're jumping online, they're jumping online because it, you know, gives them something to do. They can't normally, you know, when they're working, they can't get out to the gyms or for whatever reason or, you know, so she's just like, hey, jump on with me. If you feel, feel that to donate, great. If you don't, I'm just doing this to lift everybody's spirits. I'm like, oh. Well, you know, it, it's good. It, it works on multiple aspects because there's a, and there's not, and not just Cecily, there's a lot of people that are doing now these online classes uh, mm-hmm. and it helps, you know, Cecily's helping with that physical health. Yes. Uh, which is really mm-hmm. important. You can't go to mm-hmm. the gyms because they're all closed now. Right, uh, right. And in some areas, you can't even really do a lot of walking because the area just doesn't, isn't very safe or whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. But so they're helping not only the physical health, but also the mental health. Right, right. As well, yeah. you know, for those that are, are used to going out and socializing and, mm-hmm. and having that face-to-face interaction. Yeah. Uh, to go to, to, in the, to the environment that we're in right now, that stuff does a lot for the mental health. Exactly. See, Will, you just need to get online more. 
Yeah, I, I, I did the Zumba. I did the Zumba. I could last for like 15, 20 oh minutes. Oh my gosh. I think uh, the, the most I lasted was 35 minutes. He on, did. On he did really good. I was impressed. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, I'm not going to let this little young one show me up. But yeah, I, j I had to jump in now because I my knee was giving me problems <laughs> a second time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can I do the Zumba. I can hang. But yeah, like, trust me, after the first 15 minutes, I could feel it. I, I was challenging other, you know, even current athletes to try it because boy we don't play like sports we don't play it like straight hour through like like they do not even soccer soccer doesn't go an hour straight through uh non-stop you know they go, <laughs> a half hour. Don't they go a half hour and then another half hour uh 45 like that? Oh, 45 yeah see um wow. yeah i i couldn't i it was a straight hour straight for me and it was it was like woo yeah now there is shit. now there is some other zumba that is more low key. So they have Zumba for, you know, our, you know, for those of us that are a little bit, you know, age challenged. Yeah, you Old. know, oh, whatever. <laughs> You're getting hate mail for that, for that comment from the listeners. They're gonna send you hate mail. I don't think the listeners know how old we are, so. Um... <laughs> And they, well, can't, and, they can't, and they can't see, and they can't see us. Wait, so wait, they, wait. They, they, they don't know how old Ellie is because we celebrated her birthday. Uh, oh. So she told everybody how old she was. I sure did. I'm no shame in my game. No shame. That's it. That's it. But we don't I'm, know how old Will is. He's only six months behind me. So he's about to be 55 in August, guys. So there. I told it. <laughs> I spilled the beans. And I'm only 36. So we're just Only. <laughs> only. <laughs> well, I'm excited about this this special this episode i'm really excited um especially because we're here we are coming up we're almost at good friday yes so coming into easter and even though you know we're social distancing churches are close you know or, or i don't want to say closed but at this moment they're not able we're not able to meet in the physical building um you know god is still proving that you know he's not in a building He's definitely right. not in a building. And so we still celebrate as if, you know, we were going to be showing up at that five o'clock sunrise service. Ooh. And you said, <laughs> you said that funny because uh, she showed me a picture that Jaden drew. And Jaden drew a picture of, he said, God, God was at a computer. And I said, that's a prophetic, um, a prophetic photo picture he drew. He drew it and he said, God was at a, at the computer working and then also he, he played he played on the computer a little bit too but it was uh really <laughs> perfect wow. because i said that a lot of people a lot of people right now are yeah. getting god and the word through the computer exactly exactly i, mean, I, I said it a couple weeks ago and i've said it multiple times since is i really feel right now in modern history this is the most the gospel has been available uh in modern history because every, almost every church is now online so yes. there's an opportunity for more people to hear the gospel, I, mm -hmm. I, I think, right now than probably ever before. And I think, too, um, because of that, there's a lot more. And because we're in the midst of what we're in the midst of, there's a lot of opening hearts to receive it. Because a lot of people are looking for some kind of hope, like, just get us out of this, you know? Yeah, that's what happened in China. Yeah. Um, in China, just, where we have... Uh, the, the, the seminary school I go to, QTI, they have a lot of students, about 300 and 400 students in uh, China. And that's all they did was they were online leading people to Christ. Wow. Because the way couldn't go outside. That's, that's amazing. So back to our original episodes a while ago when we did social media part one and part two. 
yes. it can be very impactful. We never had, never knew that we would be at this point that we were in right now. Because you're right. No, it, it's had not. No, clue. It's, no, absolutely not. And social media uh, is is just continuing to be more powerful <laughs> and more useful. Yeah. You know yeah. what's funny is you know it's, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, since maybe the last week or two, I've noticed more positivity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Media yeah than a lot, and then a, a lot of the negativity yep you know? yes so. yes that's a good thing because one of, the, one of the one of the one of the seven mountains is media mm-hmm. and and we have to shine god's light in that in, in that area of mm-hmm. uh, the seven mountains and exactly. media it is you know we see it all the time and now that you know this is going on you can see mm-hmm. god a lot in through the uh through media and it's and yeah. like you said it's more positive it is which is great it is now. It, now it's really going to be big now because I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of a lot of online services um, this uh, 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 this Good Friday and and mm-hmm. Easter Sunday. Oh yeah, it's going to be a lot. Yeah. Look, I mean, that's the one time. That's one of the two times a year that people uh, who maybe are unchurched or uh, you know that just are I, I call mm-hmm. like they're called like convenient Christians. Um, but unfortunately, they think they only need to go to church at Christmas and Easter. Exactly. And so this will be a time that a lot of them are going to be logging mm-hmm. up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it's going to be good. So with that, let's go, let's jump in, guys. Um, let's jump into um, from the throne to the cross and back to the throne because, as we know, um, this was definitely a it was a journey that Jesus had to take. Correct. Oh, very much so. I mean, that was, that's the, the journey of all journeys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, we, I remember when we, um, when the passion of Christ first came out and we oh. went to, we went um, as a church group to go <laughs> see it. And I just remember sitting there watching that. And in my mind, like I, you know, like, of course it, ev- it evoked all the emotions and everything and not a dry eye in the theater and, that whole thing and I remember in my heart just asking the Lord like hey like is that what really happened and I remember just hearing the Lord tell me say he he, he specifically I remember this so clearly because that's like probably some of the few times that I started hearing from the Lord like whoa it's not my own you know imagination this is really I'm hearing from the you know from the Lord and he said no it was worse I was like oh <laughs> my god you know and so as as you know I grew you know, and, and spiritually in that thing, um, it was, it actually was, it was. And so even doing, um, you know, even going back to some of the scriptures, um, preparing for this, I was reading through and I was like, there was some revelation that came and I was just like, wow, you know what, imagine that. Like, so, and so anyway, so we'll get into some of that. So let's just kind of dive in and see what this journey was like and we'll take it from there. It may be a part one, part two. I don't know. We're just going to wing it and see, and (laughs) we want to bring you the best. I don't ever want to say that we wing it, but I just want to say like, if it happens to roll out, we're just going to do, we'll just roll with it, you know, because this can be a lot. Like you start diving into the scriptures and you really start talking about this. It can, you know, it turns out to a lot. Well, can I start off by saying one thing first before you even jump into this triumphant input in, how you say that? Triumphant. Triumphal entry. Triumphal. I still can't say it right, see? But I'm not an English teacher. <laughs> I don't have to be an English teacher to speak. <laughs> triumphal well, tri- entry. Triumphal entry. Yeah. Because you know what? You say triumphal entry. Just wanted to just touch one base before you get there. 
because before Jesus even got there on his way on the journey, mm -hmm. he looked down over the city because he was coming out of the mountains and he looked down over the city and Jesus wept. Mm -hmm. So it, it was a triumphal entry when he got there, but before he got there, Jesus wept over the city. And you, you see that in Luke 19, verse 41, it says, now as Jesus drew near, he saw the city and wept over it saying, mm -hmm. if you had known even you, especially in this, um, your day, the things that make, um, the things that make for your, for your peace. It's just that Jesus wept because he knew what was going to happen. Right, right. Well, and so that brings us to, that brings us to the whole, the whole um, coming from, you know, coming from the, coming from his throne down to the cross. He already knew, like he knew every step of the way, everything that he, you know, he knew in these, okay, the next three years, this is what's going to, you know, this is what I'm here to do. And in this moment leading to these most, you know, this most, um, I want to say impactful, but it's more than that. These three days, it's, it's, it was so much more. And the, I look at it from the human side, the flesh side, because he, that's where he was at to right. know that this is the things that I have to endure in order to bring prophecy, you know, fulfilled. And in order to fulfill this call, this is what I have to do. And this is what I have to endure. So each time that he looked at his disciples, each time that he sat with them, each time that he gave, you know, uh, spoken to parables, you know, and he was teaching in his heart, he knew, like, I'm telling you guys this, but you really don't understand how, you know, meaningful, what this is, what it's going to cost. That's, that's right. it. What's it going to cost? And so that, I was just like, wow, that's a, you know, that's, that's pretty, that's heavy. Yeah. I, I, I can't even <laughs> imagine bearing that, you know, uh, right? like just the weight of that every day. Yes. Every day. Growing more and more heavier, that, that burden, mm -hmm. that it's just, it, it's, I, I can't even really fathom right the 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 thought process every day right, it's right. Like it's, I, I don't think it's not like he just thought about it once a week or anything like no, that. no no it's just constantly and thinking that yeah. thought process every day right. i'm doing this for that to happen mm -hmm. uh blows my mind because everything everything that he did was was purposeful and yes. so it was, but it had already been written about. So he was here fulfilling that prophecy that was spoken back, you know, in the Old Testament. So that in itself is just, it's, it's remarkable when you really break it down and you think about it that way. Like, yeah. Yeah. It actually goes all the way back to Genesis. You can, if you really study Genesis and, and you'll see that it was already talking about there was going to be a redeemer for the whole world again. Right. After right. the fall of man. God said there was going to be somebody come after. But he didn't come in the way, he didn't come in the way that they thought he was going to come in, right? That's true. How did they think he was coming I, in? I don't know. <laughs> they thought he was going to be some king on a white horse. They, they wanted a king. They knew a king that, was coming, right? That's, that's what they wanted, but the scripture said he was going to come in on a horse. Right. So did they not know scripture? Or they, they didn't believe scripture. it? Well, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they knew scripture, um, but there were certain things God made, did not make um, knowledgeable to them because okay. they didn't, they weren't, they didn't, they were not doing good, the good for God. They said, we rebuke that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, they did know scripture, but they just didn't know. Exactly. 
Yeah. So I, I really like this because in Matthew 21, 1 through 11 is really awesome. Um, it talks about, you know, in this particular, in this particular passage, it's, it's in, uh, talking uh, how Jesus is instructing his disciples to go into the village, go and get a donkey. Now, I can't even imagine somebody telling me, go into town, there is going to be a donkey and a colt there, and you're to bring them back to me. And if anybody asks you, this is what you're supposed to say to them. You are to tell them that um, blessed is he who comes in the name. No, 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 no. Sorry. I'm back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Start from the beginning. Your king is coming to you and lowly. And he will be sitting on a donkey. So I paraphrase that a little bit, but that's the scripture right there. Yes. And so I can't even imagine being somewhere and I see somebody, you know, these disciples that, you know, come on and go, where are you going with this donkey and this coat? <laughs> well, the, you know, somebody, the king is coming, but he's going to come on a donkey. What? What do you mean he's coming on a donkey? What? A king. It's so true. I mean, but that's what the scripture says. Right. He would come on a donkey. And... But, uh, uh, you know, some people say donkey, colt, colt meaning a baby donkey or what, whatever you want to say. But right. yeah, it, it, however you want to say it, it was uh, a donkey. It was a, a donkey that was not, not, not ridden before. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, a, it was um, how could I say Jesus was the first to ride on that donkey? Oh. Yeah, so it was, a, it was a young colt that hadn't, hadn't okay. ridden before. Nobody had touched it. Yes. Okay. So, All right. Um, so they sent him, they, he sent the disciples in to get, to get the donkey, right, which, which, right. Was, which was great. Wow. I see that part. I didn't even know. I thought maybe, you know, you think donkey or coat and you're kind of like, Oh, well, you know, it's just a, you know, just tied up, you know, mm -hmm. like, like in the, you know, Western things, he's tied up to the side right there in front of the building and you just kind of take it. So the thing that, the thing though, is that the, 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 the person, the guy whose donkey it was, didn't let it go. Yeah, no questions asked. Right? I'm like, yeah, no questions asked. Okay, the the the, the Lord needs it. <laughs> That's the thing, dude. As we as people, would, would if somebody came to me and said, um, "The Lord needs your car." Uh, <laughs> well, the Lord didn't tell me that. It doesn't okay. say that. It doesn't say that the Lord told the guy either. Right. Whose donkey it was. Right. <laughs> but. He let it go. So there must have been some kind of prompting. I guess and maybe the Lord did tell him. I, I don't know. But if somebody yeah. walked to you and says, you know, the Lord needs your car. That's crazy. <laughs> Is there kind of something prophetic? Be like, um, I think I'm going to need to pray on this first because... <laughs> I didn't get that message. I didn't get the memo. Because donkeys were one. donkeys were very valuable because <laughs> it, it, they were able to move a lot of stuff around, like their water and possessions. So you, okay. those are some things. Your your animals in those times were 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 your livelihood. That shows how how rich you were. <laughs> so right, you had right. animals. So when you let something go like that, right? It's like wow. That's that's amazing. And so um, later in that scripture, because we're in Matthew twenty one one through eleven. Um, there was, as you know, as Jesus made his, his, his entry into Jerusalem, there were, when they say multitudes, do we translate that into like thousands? Well, you gotta, you gotta understand what was going, what was going on at that time. They were getting ready for the Passover. Right. And during the, when, when they say getting ready for the Passover, everybody returns back to the city. It's almost like when Christ was born in Bethlehem, he was born at the time 
the the census would take it. Right. Because you're talking about census now. But yeah, so when you say the Passover, everybody goes right back to their where where their their main focus, their main church is at, or they where where they go to to the synagogue. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to the question. When we talk, when it says multitudes, are we talking thousands? So you're talking of thousands. Yes, you're talking okay, thousands. That's what <laughs> you're talking thousands of people that are entering, right. that are entering, okay. and people that are already that, that have already been there. So can you imagine? Okay, so Jesus is now riding in on this donkey. It's, it's almost like the Rose Parade. You know, right. the Rose Parade. You got all the people okay. lined up. I know right. DJ been right. to the Rose Parade, and you got all oh, the yeah. people lined up on the streets to see the big parade. It's like that. Wow. And so they laid out their clothes for him. They had branches, the tree branches that we see, you know, like palm, the palm, palm, branches. palm branches and everything. And they're singing. Are they singing or they're crying out? Because the the, the scripture says cried out. Cry, but I'm thinking out. it cried. But I'm thinking I'm thinking sing, sing. I see I'm thinking singing because I'm like yes the king is coming right. Yes. So that would be a joyous. Well, crying could have been in worship too. Yes. So it didn't necessarily have to be a bad thing, right? I would say it's worth. It, they're they're worshiping um, and and singing praise to Hallelujah. You know, Emmanuel, and it just it, it, it was just showing that their love uh, for Christ, right? And because they heard about a lot of things that he he has done over that that past year since he you know past three years that he was in ministry, so right. all those things following. So when you see somebody that's coming coming in town and it's like, wow, you just want to get next to him and yeah. you're praising them, right, and, right? And that's what they did, and so they knew who Jesus was. They saw him coming, so they wanted to honor him, and they put down. Like you say, their their cloaks the and clothes. their mm -hmm. and they waving palm branches and put the palm branches down before him. So and they didn't just say like, "Hey Jesus, what's up?" <laughs> they didn't say that. No, no, they were they were screaming and shouting. Mm -hmm. Like I imagine it being like New Year's Eve at midnight. Oh my God! <laughs> right, like, right like in, in Times Square in New York Ooh. City, it's massively loud and like that's how in my head I picture it. It, like, it would have to be. You just can't hear anything else except the praises just rising up to heaven. Right? That had to <laughs> been like, and then like, man, can you imagine though? Like they're layering out how, these cloaks that are what like they just you laid know, it out. Like, well, maybe yeah, you can give some insight. What was the purpose of the pathway being laid with, with the cloaks and the palm branches? Mm. It, it was just so it, because it was so this, the city was so dirty. Um, they wanted him to come over clean and um, he didn't walk on dirt. So he walked on, he walked on, how could I say it? They, they're giving up seats because a cloak, a cloak, they may not, they may have only had one. See, it was their, that it was their, their top coat that, that covered them. So it was their covering, their own covering that they took off. So the, for a cloak of a person, it was like, it, it was everything that they had. And they just took it off and laid it before laid it before Christ. Wow! It's just like when we take off when we say lay it before the cross. When we take off our our, our stuff. That's what they're doing. They're taking off their stuff and they're laying it before cross, mm. uh, laying it before Christ. Because so no, Jesus rode rode in on the donkey, right? Yes. So so but taking what you just said about the cloaks, they didn't even want Jesus was on top of the donkey. They didn't even want the donkey's feet to touch dirt. Like that's how respected and that's how holy yeah uh they they consider him to be that like you look even your donkey isn't gonna get the feet his, his hooves dirty yeah i think that's crazy not it a bad is. way i think that's 
that's just, that's just an insane way of thinking that you would never see in modern times. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you would see. Yeah, you won't see people laying stuff over for the um, for anybody who, who uh, enters at all. Well, wouldn't it even? Would that be okay? Not trying to compare the two, but kind of, sort of. If we take it in modern times, isn't that what they do with the Pope? They don't lay stuff down before the Pope. They don't put stuff down they before, him, but they they put him in this thing and yes. carry him, and he no, does. No, they, they put that's for, for his protection. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. They, 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 the Pope mobile. Oh, is that what this is called? Yeah. Guys, I'm not trying to disrespect nobody. I'm just, you know, starting having it, conversation here. It, fly, it flies wherever he goes. Oh. Oh, no, yeah, it's called a Pokemobile. It flies yes. wherever he goes. Oh, okay. And, and, and it's like, it's almost like Cessna car, except except that it's all glass and it is bulletproof. Oh, and, wow. And it's, it's all glass and it's bulletproof and um, he parades down the streets with it and people oh, line wow. up and then then he gets out sometimes and both shakes people's hands and right people. now he's not. Oh, not now. He's even told people, nope. He's like, nope, happens. we're not doing that. <laughs> In Jesus' name. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that, that's awesome. So, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Yes. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna. Yes, and that is the song people do sing it. Too oh yeah, today. oh yeah. I'm gonna be popping. I'm gonna be. Yes, we <laughs> throw some of that in here. Remember, remember that. Throw some in here. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Elevated faith is gonna be getting some songs this week. <laughs> definitely, definitely. In your presence, all our fears are washed away. That it, so he has now made his triumphal entry, and here we are. We have the king has made his has made his appearance, right? And, and the purpose for him going down is again the Lord's Supper, or we could say the the um, um, the purpose he was going. At, the purpose everybody was getting together was mm -hmm. for the Passover, the, the Passover mm -hmm. where the big supper happens, right? And so speaking of the Big Supper, we're going to go right on into Matthew 26, 17 through 30. And this is called the Last Supper. This is the Last Supper that Jesus will have with his disciples in the physical, the fleshly body, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, in this passage, uh, Jesus is bringing his 12 together for, like I said, will be the last meal on earth and in that fleshly body. And so he's also, um, you know, he's gathered this 12. He's been with them for a while now for like what? Almost, the, three, years. almost three years. And they've shared a lot. They've shared a lot during these yeah. three years. And um, he's got them in this upper room. The room has been prepared and they're in this room together. And before he, they even, before Jesus even starts, he, he tells his disciples that there's going to be someone amongst you that is going to betray me. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so I don't know about you, but that kind of dug kind of deep for me. I was like, what? Wait, so you sitting here with all these and you're going to look me in the face and you're like, yep, one of y'all going to betray me after all of this. Jesus did some good stuff. Like he wasn't just like a fly by night, you know, he, he was consistent. Jesus was Jesus. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't like one, one day he was like, okay, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day he was flying off the handle and you just didn't know about him. You're kind of like, I don't know about the Jesus. Cause you know, I can't count on him sometimes. No, he wasn't that kind of person. And then yeah, go BJ. <laughs> like, 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 you know, like the like the thought of being betrayed, like just just the thought of somebody betraying you uh, in the flesh hurts. Right. Yeah. The fact that you know a hundred percent that you are going to be betrayed, and you're looking your betrayer right in the eye before wow. they or you have even you know, be, 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 it, it, that thought again. That thought process that Jesus had at this time, like I just can't fathom that. Like, what? It's like the hurt. That he must have been suffering at that point. And it had already started. It, it, yes. it wasn't like, you know, I'm going to leave from here and then go do it. It had already had started. It was already in process. But and so. Know, here, here's the one thing that, I, that I've always wondered. I've never really asked anybody the question. But is he said, I tell you, one of you will betray me. Mm -hmm. What was the point in Jesus saying and telling his disciples, one, I know one of you is going to betray me. What was the benefit or the point in that? But look what happens in the next script. But look what happens in that verse, though, because he then, Jesus does say that the one that, uh, I'm paraphrasing again, that dips his hand with me or no, the, one the ball with the, me. The one, yes. I, the one I dip, the one I give this bread that I dipped into. Right. The, um, and then the Judas turns around and says, Rabbi, is it I? And then Jesus looks at him in his face and says, you have said it. Yeah. And that is New King James translation, everybody. <laughs> Jesus looks at him and goes, dude, you already know it's you. <laughs> I, I've just taken it back to 2020. But, so like, but, but I mean, so yeah, so he, but he says all that, but what, what's the point in calling it out during that time? Like, what's maybe, the lesson for us? Well, the lesson I would say, well, I would say, First, for the disciples, is this uh, um, the lesson was you're going to have people in your midst and then around you that are going to portray you, but yet you need not to you need not to change what's going to happen. You need to let it go because in it all, Christ and God's work is still going to be done. So no matter what happens, and and, and the disciples saw this through their journeys too. They had they had people around them who wanted to turn, you know, go against what they wanted to do with even their own church, especially, uh, especially Paul. Uh, so they learned through that one gesture, I know Paul wasn't there, but they learned through that one gesture that they would have people amongst them who would betray them and who would uh, go back and tell the kings or the, the Roman Empire what they were doing. So he was just saying, let them do it because they're still not going to stop what God wants to do. So with us, if I was to bring that today, like you were saying earlier, people will betray you. But we don't look for the people. We look for, we, we look to God. We don't look for the people. The Bible even tells us, do not look to man. In Proverbs, do not look to man because man is, they, they will hurt you. Or how about, I'm still going to love you anyway. I know you're going to do this, 
but I'm still going to love on you anyway, yes. because I am, because that, I, this is what he, he taught his whole ministry. This is what you are to do. And I'm still going to love you. I know you're about to do this, but I'm going to love you anyway. And we're going to break this bread. We're going to have this wine and we're going to separate at a certain point. It, it's, it's the inevitable, right? Yes. I mean, I think, yeah. is that, I yeah, think, and, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he still has to love you, you know, still has to love them. Because know? he did, you know, yeah. he loved him up until the end. It was Judas that got convicted. It was Ju because he knew he did wrong. He yes. knew that was wrong. He knew it. And so, Which is kind of like our walk with Christ, uh, ours, just like, just in general, there are mm -hmm. times that uh, we get close to God. And mm -hmm. then we betray him because of our actions. Mm, yes. Yeah. But he, but he never betrays us. So he's right there, just like Judas. And then we get that conviction. Yeah. And, <laughs> but fortunately, we're at a point where we can say, "God, forgive me." Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we don't have to carry that. We don't have to carry that guilt and that shame exactly. to the point of where, which ended up in the demise of Judas. Wait, you guys even got to the cross yet? And you guys already talking about forgiveness. Don't have to carry it no more. <laughs> No, no, just in this instance, just in this instance. <laughs> and that wraps it up, folks. Pretend that didn't happen. Pretend that didn't happen. That, that is what forgiveness? There ain't no, there ain't no forgiveness yet, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't done yet. So, yeah. So that's it. That, that's a good point, though. That was very good, BJ. Yeah. So, um, so Jesus, he took the bread, he broke it. And in, as, and so it, it, that, um, blah, blah. Let me back that one up. Even though, even though you, you, get back to the, <laughs> you get back to the Passover because you know that the Passover, the original, the original, oh. uh, the original Passover was mm -hmm. because of, you know them coming out of them coming out of Egypt, and and the, the the curse of the death of the first child. The when he said this, everybody get together, have a meal together. Yes. And then this, make sure you put the blood on the oh yes. blood on your doorpost yes. or the lamb, and mm -hmm. the death angel would pass over. Right. And then God says that they need to celebrate this every year, so they celebrate oh. the Passover. This is a, one of the um, one of the 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 items or or festivals that God says they have to do for the rest of their life. And that is to remember the Passover oh. and celebrate the Passover. So just to think about, you got the Passover, so they're sitting out eating, eating this mm -hmm. meal and everybody getting together. And it's a celebration of remembering when death passed over. Oh, so. But then Jesus is taking it to a different. Yeah, he's taking it to a different level within them because together. the death is, co it's yes. coming. It hasn't come yet, but it's coming. That's interesting. Yeah. So in, in which we do today, even in our own homes, even, you know, in our church, in our, our places of worship, we, some places, some churches do it monthly. Some do it, you know, just on special occasions or, you know, just randomly, not really make it a routine. Um, he took the bread, he broke it and he said, take this, which represents his body. And then he also gave, took the cup and said, drink from this. This represents the blood of the new covenant. So the new covenant being him, which is. Which is him. I mean, he which is him. Yeah. But if you know covenant and I'll break it down to <laughs> whenever I think about covenants, mm -hmm. I always think about the little rascals because they, you know, and you hear little kids, they talk about the pinky square. Pinky square. Yeah, little kids, that's a covenant. They have the pinky square. Um, 
You ever, you ever see uh, in the Little Rascals, they were talking about they have to or, oh, the blood yeah, covenant. The blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. even yeah. a covenant, mm -hmm. there had to be some kind of blood. They were, right. and they and they joined blood together. Right. That was a covenant they have mm -hmm. in biblically in biblical time. They did that too back before Christ. So it was a covenant. There was always in a covenant, blood had to be exchanged. Exchange. Mm -hmm. And the purpose of the covenant was like, you, that means you would die for somebody. Right. Yes. Yeah. That, that really meant you would die for somebody. That that's what the covenant meant. So God, when God was creating these covenants, going all the way back mm -hmm. to the 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 Adamic covenant or the Abraham covenant or the the Mosaic covenant, it all there was all some type of blood that right. was uh, right. that was transpired or that was that was shed. And in this case, they didn't use the real blood. He said, this is, you take this wine, you take this cup. Yeah, we haven't hit we the use grape, We use grape juice, whatever. <laughs> and you take this and it's it represents who I am, which is the new covenant. Meanwhile, hmm. back. Bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't know where, the, where they was at, but in their... Where are they at? The Sadducees and the chief priests and these and elders and the council. They're all putting together a plot to have Jesus arrested and then crucified. Yes, they are. They're plotting. So they've been why plotting it for a long time? Not just yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they've been plotting for a while. Yeah. But it's it, it's prevalent now. It's even more so now. Like I could imagine them, like in this one of those debate kind of things. Like we need to make this happen. I don't know how we're gonna make this happen, but we got to come up with some stuff. Yeah. And we got to make this happen. We got to get rid of him. Yes. Yeah, and the, the, the like Will said, I mean, they've been they've been planning this for a while. Uh, like they knew that they wanted to get rid of him for a long time, but now they had their they were able to put their plan together. Yeah. You, and and then this is where it got kind of scary because they were able to put their plan together. Yeah. Yeah. Put they, the pieces of the puzzle together. Mm-hmm. They do. Um, and so we're going to jump on over into Mark 14, actually. Uh, I didn't do the scripture on that one. Yes, I did. Uh, Mark 14, we start somewhere about 30, verse 32, and it goes all the way to 50. But of course, I'm not reading all that. But the, the whole thing behind that is that... Um, in this in this particular scripture, Jesus knew that his his time on earth it was it's drawing near now. It, it's getting serious. It's getting close, and the pressure is that BJ mentioned earlier about this pressure that he's had to endure day after day after day. Yes. It it's intense. It's mm -hmm. it's intense because it's coming, and so and because Jesus is in that flesh, like any normal person, it's like you know I'm sure it's like. I know, I know what I was sent for. I know what needs to happen, but God, Dad, oh, I won't say that part. But we, if there's any, just mm, yeah, because <laughs> I don't want to jump ahead. Can I, can I jump ahead? Into, I want to add a little testimony here. Yes, yes. About this, because I, yeah, yes, I'm, I wasn't Jesus. Nothing like Jesus, but but. Thank you. I, I can, yeah. <laughs> I can remember when I was so I was going through something. And I knew the Lord still calling me to ministry. And whenever you lay, you led to ministry, sometimes you have to clean up some things, right? And I can remember sitting in my car, arguing with God, saying, "No, I don't want to. I don't want to face what has to come." 
because that means, you know, you again, there were some things that dirt, some things have to come out to light. I was like, no, I do not want to face it. And it's coming, it's coming. I'm telling God, no, I'm literally telling God, no, take this mm-hmm. from me. I can't, I can't take it. But God knowing his way, he's not going to take it from me. He didn't right. take it from Jesus either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't take it. And I, I, I literally was crying. And I literally, I remember beating on, <coughs> visually, visually, I remember beating on the, the steering wheel of my car saying, no, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Take this from me. I, 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 I don't want what's to come. I don't. Mm-hmm. Because of what I knew was to come was gonna be hurtful, and I would have to, I would have to um, deal with it. And Jesus, was like, wow, he didn't want to deal with it either. So he no. went to God, but again, God did not. His, he went to his father, and yeah. he did not remove it. Yeah. And he, um, he knew where to go because he knew he's like, if anything, I need to just go. You know, Jesus did it so many times in ministry. We read, you know, throughout, throughout the Bible that he would go and he'd steal away you know, and he'd go to special, you know, his, his special places and go pray. So he took his, he took his, his disciples with him. He's like, come on, we're going to the garden, the Gethsemane, you know, into the Gethsemane. And I need you to stay awake (laughs) and pray. I'm going to go over here. I need to go talk to my daddy. I just need y'all to sit here and pray. Please just, just pray. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they couldn't. That's a whole different They couldn't stay up. Yes. They couldn't stay they up. They could not stay up and do what they were being asked to do. An hour. He said an hour. You can't even just stay up an hour. Three times. Not once, not twice. Three different times. He come back. Guys, I'm coming to you right now. I, I need you to, to be with me. Stay with me. Pray, pray. This is a crucial time. You don't. Right. You don't and get it you don't you don't understand this is a crucial time it to the point of when he prayed he was in such anguish that he you know he it, the the scripture it does say that doesn't it somewhere in the scripture yeah. that he bled that he sweated blood. blood because the capital you know the capillaries and the vessels and all that burst and all that you he was know, under so much there, he's there, under there so is... much anguish and so much pain yes. and Oh my God! And there's scientific research that that really can be back that can back this right, up that right. you can become so stressful right. that your blood vessels so and the things yeah. what will come out mm-hmm. of your pores um, right. if you get that stressful. Yeah. That I don't know if you be so stressful. Sometimes you feel like your head feels like it's just going to explode. Have you ever had that much pressure? Oh yeah, you know, I've had a pressure, but it doesn't explode, of course, because I feel here. But um, you do get a lot of pressure, and it just feels <laughs> like. <you're, laughs> <laughs> but you're still feel like you're gonna you're, you're gonna not and not like a migraine. It's not a migraine at all. You just can feel the pressure upon your face and your head. It just yeah, comes up. Yeah. You, you, you don't have a headache or anything, but you just yeah. feel you just feel pressure. It, it's intense. It's intense. And so and he's getting and it's getting and I think too getting closer to those final hours because he knows what that outcome is going to be. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Oh man, this is get, it's getting heavier, and it, it hasn't. He hasn't even. He hasn't even been arrested yet. You know, he hasn't even gone before Pilate yet. He hasn't even experienced, but he knows what's yet to come, and so that's where that pressure is. And so finally, he you know he goes you know like we like we do in our in our times of of crisis in our times of you know really needing to just connect to the Father. He acknowledges and he says that nothing. Father, nothing is impossible for you. Mm-hmm. So not my will, yes. but yours. 
he acknowledges that in that in that in that in that some that right there that's that's all that he says yeah but we got to be careful some people really take this and they they kind of twist his verses right here with what jesus is talking mm -hmm. about because this is telling Jesus, I mean, this is really, you know, that Jesus is about to go through a whole lot of pain. Yeah. So yeah. some Christians, some Christians believe mm -hmm. that they, they need to go through pain just to be with Christ. But this is not, that's, this is not what it's saying. Jesus is saying, I'm going to take the pain, not the people. So, mm -hmm. but some people really twist it because Jesus went through the pain. We should go to that same type of physical pain. Because Jesus already knew, Jesus knew already all i got to do is open my mouth and it's it's a done deal it, it right. can shift if i open but he knew that that was not he already knew this was not my purpose to come down do some ministry do ministry for three years save people cast out demons deliver people do all that and then get to this point and then go <laughs> just kidding send me back to my throne <laughs> you know that wasn't that's not what was to happen he knew that mm -hmm. so yeah i'm in anguish Heck yeah, I may be, he, and you know, I don't know, well, yeah, because he was in human form. So yeah, he experienced what we experienced. Was he scared? Yeah, yeah, he and was. And that's what people have to realize. Yeah. People have to realize that Jesus was in human form and he could not, Jesus could not be in every place and every time right. during this time while he was in this in right. the body. So of he was not. in human form. And even with human form, he did not know everything mm -mm. because he had to go ask the father. Yeah. So that's what some people don't, don't realize some, um, that he was in human form, just like mm -hmm. we're in human form. Right. And he had, to, he had some limitations because of the, mm -hmm. physical, because of the physical body. Right, right. And, and I think those are two really good points you guys made about Jesus being in the man form uh, and having those physical limitations, mm -hmm. but, but also being able to experience the emotions. Right. Yeah. I do think mm -hmm. a lot of people thought that Jesus you know, was walking strong and proud and tall through all of this. And uh, to a degree he was, but he was also going through, I'm sure, a range of emotions. Of course. Of course. Because I think, sorry, BJ, I'm sorry. No, so yeah, I, think, I was just saying, yeah. I think it's important for people to understand that concept that mm -hmm. when we say that Jesus has been there, has done that, yeah, it's because he has, and he's experienced he has. all those emotions. Exactly, it wasn't just some supernatural feelings; mm -hmm. it was earthly feelings that we get on a daily basis here on Earth. Oh yeah, definitely. That's why. That's why when we. That's why when we say, if 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 whatever it is that you're going through, you go to the Word of God because there's an answer for every single thing that we go through. So if we're feeling, if we're feeling sad, we're feeling angry, we're feeling depressed, we're feeling, you know, scared, we're feeling, you know, whatever it is, we're feeling incompetent, it, whatever, there is, the, the Lord has a word for that. The Bible and, even says that. The Bible says mm -hmm. that we have a Savior that has gone through everything. Gone through everything. Every temptation. He's gone through temptation. I mean, come on, you don't live three years, you know, 33 years and don't go through some stuff, right? Right. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so he, you know, so at that point he was just like, okay, dad, this is, you know, I know you could change this at any point, but it's not, it's not what I want. You know, it's not, it has to be, it's definitely your will, not mine. My will would be to get up and walk out this garden and not look back. But I think he's at this point like, no, nope, okay. So of course, now we step into, we go over to John 19, and we are going to now go into the area of Jesus being arrested. 
Um, <laughs> now the fun begins, right? And I say that facetiously. Go yeah. for it. Yeah, he was arrested. Um, the thing that I look at when he was arrested is, even Jesus says it to, to you know, Jesus says it as well. Why did they bring so many men? Why did they come at night? <laughs> why did, they, oh, why did yeah. they, if I did something wrong, you have seen me many times. Why didn't you, mm -hmm. you know, why didn't you arrest me then? I know Jesus, it wasn't that time, but um, I always have that in my mind, like, wow. And then I think about when the police try to go arrest people nowadays, where do they show up? They show up at the wee morning of the hour. When they're we doing just, all those right? We just talked about that. I said, how come every time we see a bust on TV, it's always like in first thing in the morning? He said, that's because they be sleeping. They're vulnerable. That's why. <laughs> that's <are> true. <laughs> You're not going to go in the middle of the day when they alert. <laughs> but here's the joke. But here, the joke was on them because Jesus knew they were, uh, he was prepared for them. He knew they were coming. But the disciples weren't. They were, yeah. They were wrong. See, that's why he told them to stay up and pray. <laughs> they would have been alert. <laughs> they didn't listen to him. See? Well, they came, they came with, they came with, uh, they came with a legion. They came with a, uh, at least a, when they say legion, it has to be like a thousand. For one man. For one man. <laughs> for one man. What they thought he was going to do. That's what he, he said. Why did he come from? He's going to be like doing Matrix on him, Matrix <laughs> moves and stuff. <laughs> he can't. Why I mean, so many? Why, why so many for one man? <laughs> for one man. <laughs> yes. Man. And they came, they came with guards and, and, and high, not just regular guards. They came up with high guards that were high in, the, high in, in ranking and with the leaders and and their servants and they came with a lot of people a lot of that lives. is crazy to me that is absolutely crazy and so now you know jesus they they take him and they do all kind of stuff and he goes before Pilate. Pilate's like you know i'm gonna let you guys decide so the same people this is what gets me so the same people that had been shouting Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna. And it may not be the same people. Yeah, well, it wasn't the same, the same. people. It, it wasn't, wasn't all, all the same, same people, yeah. right? I don't yeah. I would hate to think that. It was more more those who were attached to the Sadducees and Pharisees. They actually, from what I, my taking is that there are some people who um they paid some people to actually say really crucify them. Yeah. And, and they they wanted to be what what the, whatever their leaders wanted so they did whatever their leaders wanted oh, it's just wow. like it's like yeah we're supposed to we're supposed to heed to our government right um, like what we're doing now right why, why no churches are are actually having church in their church house and with this uh social distancing mm -hmm. so they they as but they go against god's principles mm. they went against they were doing what their leaders wanted them to say but they were going against also what god wanted so that right. wasn't right either so now some of these people or many of the other people are now saying crucify him. They're not saying Hosanna. They're saying crucify him yes. and give us Barabbas instead. Yeah. A man who's going to fight, physical fight. Physical fight. Yes. But didn't he was also a murderer too, though, wasn't he? Was, he? he was a murderer because he was a physical fight. He killed Romans. <sighs> he, he had his, like, a little, his own army. So we don't want the man that saved souls, that healed people, that, you know, this, that's healed the sick, that's healed the blind, that set the captives free. We want a murderer. And, you know, the, the thing about Barabbas is I did, a, I looked up a story and read books about, uh, read a book about Barabbas. Mm -hmm. he, later, he became a Christian. Did he really? Yeah, later on, he became what? a Christian. I, and now, I don't know if those books are real or not, because that's not in the Bible. Right, But right. that's what the, the, the books say later, he became a Christian. 
That's interesting, guys. So if anybody wants to research that and look that up, find out. That's that's interesting. Um, but not so far out that it couldn't happen. Yes. Not so far out that it couldn't happen. But through all of this, um, through all this, Jesus still didn't shrink back. He still stood, you know, he stood firm without saying silent, but mighty still. He was silent for a while. Silent for a long time. Because he went from, I mean, he went from going in front of, Pilate to to the brother to another king mm -hmm. and all of this happened like two from two o'clock in the morning all the way till six o'clock in the morning nonstop. Wow. They moved him around from place to place nonstop. That's crazy. That's crazy. And he never, never, never and, and being beat up on the way too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is before even the scourging started. Yes, this is before. before, yeah. So he, you know, so Pilate finally is like, you know what? I'm washing my hands of this because Pilate knew, Pilate knew. And so he washed his hands of it and said, you guys take him. I'm not, I don't want to, my hands, my hands aren't going to be dirty like this. Yeah, so I'm he, taking my hands off of he this. Trade, he made a trade. So he made a trade. Yeah. And so, um, and this whole time though, now here we go. So Jesus, he knows it's, it's just, it's a matter of hours now, right? Um, what, he goes to the cross? It's oh just no! A matter. It, was a, it was some time before he really get to the cross, uh, because yeah, he's still going through the the, the different um, courts and back and forth, back and forth about three or four times to different um, emperors and people washing their hands of it. Say, I find him, I find no guilt in him. Mm -hmm. So it was like six o'clock in the morning till so he didn't actually start going to and before he started getting scourged and you know uh taking the, the beatings mm -hmm. till like late in early afternoon right so. wow so can you imagine i can't even imagine that i mean i know what our judicial system is like we would just be sitting in jail we wouldn't be going you know but i can't yeah it, it's it, it's <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> you, work, you really kept it in the words. No, you can't. You, know, you, you, yeah, you, you can't, uh, no, no. Wow. So here we go. So now we're in the, um, he, so now we get to, before he gets to the cross, before he even gets to the cross, he gets uh, he's with the soldiers, the Roman soldiers, who are there. These they're these soldiers, they're mocking him. They've now, um, they're now they've. Uh, they, yeah, he has. It doesn't even have the, have the have the crown yet. He doesn't even have the crown yet because now they're going to take him out into the square or wherever, and they're going to now scourge him. And these guys, this is what they were trained for. These soldiers, right? This was their job to to, to inflict pain. To inflict this kind of pain. And to have this, this it's a, it was a weapon. I call it a weapon. It, this well, they had a lot of a different, weapon. they had a lot of weapons. Oh it. my gosh. Because well, first it was just the regular whips and those right. were hard enough right. by itself. Yeah. But then when they get to the, the cat, cat of nine, nine tails, tails. Mm -hmm. yeah, that was meant to, really, nobody really survived a cat of nine tails. Right. If they pulled a cat of nine tails, you didn't even make it to the cross. Right. And so they used this on, on, on Jesus. They then from there um they took him and they put on the crown of thorns and now they're taking him to the getting ready to escort him to the cross they don't even escort him they, he carries his own cross and again there was another parade could you imagine that 
Now, now the same, like you were saying now, now most of the same people, because remember, this is still, this is still during the, 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 mm -hmm. the, the supper or, or, or the, the, it's a whole week festival. The Passover, uh, the Passover mm -hmm. is a whole week festival. So there is still a lot of people. There are a lot of people in the city. And so when Jesus is, is, is like carted out, there's, there's a parade. There's people watching him mm -hmm. carrying the cross. There's people there. Wow. The same, and that pretty much the same people that were um, watching him when he came in. Isn't that, that, yeah. And not in any kind of way, like, let me help, nothing except for Simon. Well, he he didn't say, let me help him. No, he didn't. No, he didn't say help him. No, I know. He, yeah. But still, like, that's crazy. That is crazy. And what I only imagine in that time, at that point, Jesus is probably in his own head, like, Father, these people, they don't eat, they truly don't, they still don't get it. They truly don't understand it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a hard part about it. I know if you've seen the Passion of Christ when he's doing this, and in the Passion of Christ, and they show that whole parade when he's uh, on his way to Golgotha, and he's um, right. still in the city limits, and they show his mom, and they show um, they show the other disciples that are around, and they're showing him getting beat up, and, and there's nothing they can do. Nobody can help him. And he doesn't even ask for help either. Right. He right. said, I'll carry my own. I'll you carry know, my I'll own. take him home. But he was... You know, again, he's still a physical body. The right. body was still weak. Exactly. Yet, um, he still had to carry the cross. Okay. He still had to. And then his mom, you know, Mary, um, I know she was in there and there some kind of... She, she was there at the actual, um, when he was put on the cross um, at the time of his uh, crucifixion. Because he then told his brother, uh, who was a disciple, and then he told his all the disciples, he says, here is your mom, you know, take care of her. Right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, she was she was there at the time of crucifixion. Now, how wow, that, that had to be something even for a mom to see. Exactly. I mean, moms love their their kids, and you got to see them up on the cross. They're beat and they're hanging there. There's a, there's nothing there's nothing that the mother could do. Right, right. You know that that that's got to be bad. But he's on the cross. So. Exactly. At that point, then he's at the cross. You've been listening to From the Throne to the Cross, Back to the Throne. Part 1, right here on The God Spot, powered by Elevated Faith. Make sure you check out Part 2 of From the Throne to the Cross, Back to the Throne. You've been listening to The God Spot, powered by Elevated Faith. Don't forget, for prayer, prayers reports, and daily encouragement, head over to Facebook and like the Elevated Faith Facebook group. The intro and outro song is a song called Let It Go, powered by J Someday Music. Find her on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash jsomeday or on Instagram at jsomeday. Contact us 24 hours a day via email at gunspot316 at gmail.com. From our family to yours, have a blessed and favored week. <laughs>